live images here in the studio. Approximately seven hours ago, something attacked the city. I don't know what it is. Welcome to Tokyo Lives, a giant monsters podcast that truly believes nobody knows what the hell a dinosaur is anymore. I'm Coleman. I'm Kyle. <laughs> and today we are talking about 65 as much as we would rather be talking about Scream 6. Uh... <laughs> or just, you know, let's talk about the Super Mario Brothers trailer for an hour. We can do that. So, uh, yeah, so this is a special report. Uh, Coleman uh, graciously joined me. Uh, Rob was going to join originally, but uh, he actually ended up being out of town, uh, so he could not join in. Uh, but uh, we can definitely handle this one. It is a, it's a dinosaur property, so we can I think we can we can handle this um, for the most part. I mean, that's why um, you bring me on nowadays. I apparently <laughs> don't know anything about Godzilla or Mothra nope. or anything. But, uh, You're the dinosaur guy. <laughs> if, it, if there's a fossil of it, I'm, bring me on. So, uh, if you've never listened to a special report before, the way it works is we have a spoiler-free section at the beginning. Um, we we talk about it, we just go through it, um, and uh, then we go into a bump, and then after the bump is spoilers. So, if you haven't seen the movie and you want to still see it, obviously skip the or you know pause at the bump, but then come back and listen to us again to get to the end. Now. Uh, also, this is a unedited podcast, unlike the normal ones, so you'll hear all, all of our uh, flubs, dubs, and subs uh, as we go through it. Um, Wait, but, subs, uh, is that us subscribing to other podcasts during the show? <laughs> That's what they'll hear? Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, um, cool. But, uh, but yeah, so um, before we get to 65, uh, I just wanted to... Uh, to uh, talk about what's going on with the podcast just to, to, to tease what's coming up really quickly. Uh, so right now I am doing a playthrough of Dino Crisis for our review of that that's coming out at the end of the month. Uh, Which I'll be on as well. It. Yeah, Coleman's going to be there for that. And uh, we, we, we've already done uh, two nights worth of it that are both on our YouTube page. Uh, so just search Tokyo Lives. You should find us easily on YouTube. Um, and uh, And then we've got another two streams lined up for it uh, leading up to the final episode of the month. Uh, between now and then, uh, we do have uh, Carnosaur 2, which Marissa is going to join for. So it's going to be me, Marissa, and Rob for Carnosaur 2. Uh, so that's what's going to go on this month. goodness I'm not on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, I've heard it's better than the first one, technically. <laughs> so it's still unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, still pretty bad. Um, but anyway, uh, before we talk about th- that movie, that unwatchable movie, let's talk about this almost unwatchable movie. Uh, um, so I'll go first. Um, I went into this movie with very low expectations because I had started to see about about less than like three or four days before the movie came out. It had been shown in another country. And we were starting to get some, uh, some like various, like just like little tidbit reviews, not a full review because there was an embargo, uh, that literally just like let up the day it came out. Like literally, the review embargo didn't lift until Friday, uh, when the movie was out. So that's usually not a good sign, um, unless you're just really confident in your movie. But uh, yeah, we started hearing about how there was a lack of dinosaurs. Um, it wasn't good. Um, there was a, uh, they were doing test screenings. 
to finalize the edit like up till like a week before the movie came out like to where they were like still working on editing it uh so it wasn't good signs uh, so i went into this very with very low expectations um and i kind of walked away still disappointed somehow um it's not a very well done movie it, it has horrendous editing issues uh, the story is almost non-existent, um, and, like, the writing for the characters is, like, painful at times. Um, Adam Driver feels like he's phoning it in, but I don't think he actually is. I think it's more he just has nothing to work with. Um, he seemed like he was trying. Like, there were parts he was, that... He was acting, but, like, yeah. there's just nothing there. There's no substance to the words he was reading on the page. Um... And yeah, and absolutely, yeah, there's there's maybe, maybe 10 minutes of dinosaurs in this hour and a half movie. Maybe. And even then, yeah. are they even dinosaurs is another question I think we're going to have to ask ourselves once we start breaking them down in the spoiler free se- or spoiler section later on. Um, and yeah, it, it just uh, it was it was an hour and a half. It felt like two hours. It dragged. It was not well paced. You could see every plot device that they were trying to do like coming a mile away it wasn't even scary there wasn't even like i think i jumped maybe like once and it was just like a quick moment just because it was the one dinosaur scene we hadn't seen in a trailer or a tv spot (laughs) um and so like it made me jump just like slightly but even then like the rest of the movie was so dull i just it was awful um for me um leading up to it i got in a weird headspace where i was like you know what this isn't going to be a good dinosaur movie, but maybe it'll be a great pulpy, you know, 30s style sci-fi. Like you pick up like the little novels off the shelf back in the day. It'd be something like that. But at least those were like, you know, had new thoughts and concepts or any new ideas whatsoever. So going into this, you know, I, I didn't hype myself up, but I definitely went in with just normal expectations of, of I want to enjoy myself for an hour and a half. And it was, I mean, their parts is actually painful. I usually am optimistic. I can find something I like about a movie. And this was rough, really rough. And that's liking the people involved who made it, liking Adam Driver. Um, I thought the the two girl actresses were fine. You could tell, like, you know, they probably went out in their auditions and everything. But um, there was one bad decision that they made with the girl actress, which we can't talk about in the spoiler uh, spoiler free section, because uh, it's a very in- ingrained in the plot stuff that was not shown in the trailers. Uh, but it, I think it was the worst decision that they could have made for the movie. I'm trying uh, to think we'll, of what we'll, you're talking about. You'll, I think you'll know I know. When I say it. You'll there know was definitely when I say a moment uh, in the later half of the movie that I cringed and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of just distasteful." Yeah, yeah. Uh, And there's also, uh, there's, uh, yeah, the the one thing I will say, too, without spoiling it, is when you're watching it, there is a Chekhov's gun that they introduce uh, that plays out in the worst way I've ever seen a Chekhov's gun play out. Uh, It might actually be my least favorite moment um, in this bad movie. So I'll I'll talk about that in the spoilers. If you're talking about the same Chekhov's gun I'm thinking of, it could have just not happened and nothing would have changed. There's no, yeah, it's it's the worst Chekhov's gun I've ever seen because it's, yeah. it's there. You think it's going to be a thing, and then it's just not even a thing. See, or there's another movie happen. trope in this movie that I thought is literally the worst way I've ever seen it handled in any I, movie. I'm I've pretty ever sure seen. that that's the thing that I'm talking about with the girl. No, I, I think it, it's not because I know what you're no? talking about. This oh, is something okay. else that I thought was oh. one of the worst <laughs> versions of this trope I've ever seen. 
So um, crazy. So look, I think I think here's the thing. Whenever I walked out of this movie. Uh, number one, I was very upset because I walked out of the movie, and as I was walking out, going to the theater lobby, I passed by um, the XD uh, Scream that had just gotten out. And, like, I was walking by very grumpy, like, like, oh, man, that was awful. And everybody came out of Scream 6, and they were all, like, laughing, and they were like, oh, my God, that was so much fun! Oh, my God! I was just like... Mm. <laughs> just like storming out to my car. I can <laughs> confirm so that Scream greater. 6 is a much, much better movie. Um... <laughs> My um, my but... quick spoiler-free review is basically <laughs> my nephew, who is obsessed with everything dinosaurs, like, all he wants to talk about is the actual length of a T-Rex from tail to snout. Uh, that's all he ever texts me about. You know, that's all we talk about is Spinosaurus, skeletons, mm. and everything else. I told him just flat out, don't even don't even watch this movie. Just, it's, yeah. There's no dinosaurs in it. There's no, no. reason to see it. <laughs> no. There, yeah, there's no dinosaurs. Uh, there, like even like, uh, yeah, like we, like you were saying, like I was kind of hoping that same thing. I was like, I was hoping for like pulpy, like something maybe like so bad it's good, kind of a well, situation. And I was even hoping for yet. old school versions of dinosaurs in the sense that like, um, this like if you ride, time like the old like Epcot ride. Story. With uh, mm-hmm. Ellen DeGeneres, who was, uh, you know, hosting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just that feeling of, like, swamps and, like, volcanoes. and I was even hoping oh. for that. And it didn't even do that. Nope. 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 Uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's it's not There's a good a old Hollywood version of dinosaurs. It's not a new version of dinosaurs. It's just nothing. No. It's nothing. It is exactly absolutely nothing. And, uh, yeah. So, and yeah, if you are if you are a dinosaur fan, like, y- like you're just going to rip it apart for the designs and just like why the dinosaurs are the way they are. And it's just, they're the whole thing. Can I spoil, can I spoil one thing in the non-spoiler section that I think is a good way to sum up this movie? Sure. There is a quicksand scene in 2023. There's a whole plot point of someone falling in quicksand. (laughs) What were the writers doing? Well, this whole movie. <laughs> you know, raw. We 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 like to joke about a uh, a thing we call spot the fetish uh, in in uh, in movies sometimes. And uh, I I posit to you that this these these directors and writers have a little bit of a uh, like a, a suffocation uh, fetish going on because there's oh. the, there's the quicksand moment and then mm-hmm. there's the moment with the little girl in the cave uh, where something happens to her out of nowhere. Yep. That's very out of like it's just weird and just like why did that even happen? Um, yeah, so that's a little, it's, it's very odd anyway. Um, but yeah, so I think we both agree. Just don't even bother. Like, it's not worth seeing. Mm -mm. Um, like even on the level of being like, oh, it's bad. Like you could have fun with it. No, like it's, it's not even worth it. It's too slow at times. It's too fast paced when you want it to be slow. Um, it just doesn't know what it's doing. But, um, anyway, so those are our spoiler free thoughts. Uh, very, very negative, uh, which I, I, I assume will continue into the spoiler section, uh, as we get further into the plot points and the stuff that were just like atrocious that we've kind of hinted at here. Um, but, uh, so what we'll do. Well, hold on. I want to clarify I mean, just to reiterate, um, just to clarify, even if you're looking for like a Sunday morning matinee to turn your brain off, I don't even think this rose to that level like i am someone who lives in a theater and it's my happy place it's my i need to recharge space i'll go to a movie alone i don't care 
I love the movie theater. I was so bored and wanting to get out of there today. Like it surprised me. Like I just love mm-hmm. going to the movies and I couldn't even enjoy it on that level. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so yeah. Uh, so yeah. So what we're going to hear is a bump. We're going to take a little break and uh, we're going to come back and talk spoilers and just spoil the heck out of this movie. Uh, but for now, uh, after these messages, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back, folks. We are <laughs> ready to jump into this thing for real. All right, so let's just go straight to the plot or the lack thereof. All right, so um, the one surprise that I had with this movie is from the trailers. I I don't, and maybe this is just because of the trope of like Planet of the Apes, but I assumed that he was actually going to end up being sent back in time, like by flying through. Like he's from he's from future Earth. You know, they, like, we live in colonies now. They were, like, colonizing a world. They get hit at, like, a, you know, space cloud, and it sends them back in time, and he ends back on Earth 65 million years ago. Turns out, we do the 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 sci-fi trope that only works if you really try at it, where um, we have a spacefaring race that lives in another galaxy millions and millions of light years away that happen to just be humans, uh... Like and, and like, sometimes this can work. For instance, a great example of it working is uh, the Battlestar Galactica. Um, mm-hmm. You know, newer the newer. The There's newer, a specific the reason they're humans, though. In that, yes, there it's is like very plot-driven reason. It is uh, in this movie. It's so bizarre. Uh, like, for instance, there is a moment where this this actually made me scoff actually out loud, where he's using his stupid Palm Pilot. And it tells him the distance to the, the uh, back half of the ship in kilometers. And I was like, really? Because, like, they actually made sure that all the text, like, they have a made-up language for all the, like, text on the screens and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, no, yeah, they still measure in kilometers, not <laughs> gobbledygook, you know? Like, it's like... What? Well, to Americans, <laughs> kilometers is gobbledygook for the most part. That's so. fair. That's fair. That's true. Um, That's what they I thought <laughs> the second I saw text show up on the screen at the beginning, I was like, oh, no. Because, you know, it's, it's you know, there's some movies that can pull it off. Obviously, Star Wars is an example of something that starts out with text. But most movies, especially sci-fi or fantasy, if they start out having to explain things, I just picture test screenings where people are confused at the beginning right. and trying to figure out how they couldn't write in the exposition realistic enough. Mm-hmm. And I think, I do think, and this is one of the main things I'll bring up throughout this, the filmmakers wanted to be vague with the yes. world building. You can tell in this film itself they wanted to, and somebody at a producer level or a studio level pushed back on that hard. Yes, and I, I think if this movie had stayed vague, it wouldn't have been good, but at least there would have been some aspects that I would have been like, okay. like, And there's, there's, there's one specific ticking clock moment um, that is dumb as hell. Uh, but if it had been vague of this is Earth or not, like which is a big point, uh, I think... The asteroid. I don't know why I'm staying spoiler free. The asteroid. Yeah. If they had, if they had like, if we were on Earth, uh, we we didn't get like a 65 million years ago. We had no idea it was Earth, other than there being dinosaurs. Like we still would have been like, oh, is this really Earth? Like what's going on? And then like when we see the asteroid, it could have been a big like, aha. Which like, but 
instead, it's very like, oh my god, rolling my eyes over and over again every time they show the damn asteroid. To me, um, the biggest sin of this movie is wasting the concept. Because yeah. the idea of a, of a ship hitting the asteroid that's heading for Earth to kill the dinosaurs, that's a good idea. And then the idea that he's on Earth, or somebody's traveling along Earth in the time of dinosaurs with like mm-hmm. future tech is a good idea, and having to get off yeah. before the asteroid hits is a good idea. These are all great ideas, no. great concepts no. that were executed in the worst possible way. Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things that I kept thinking of, and I, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie, or, or I'm, I think you have. I think you saw it like when you were a kid, if I remember our conversation. When I was watching the trailers and stuff, I was really thinking, like, this is going to be kind of like a modern version of Planet of Dinosaurs. Like, do you remember that old, mm-hmm. like, 60s yep. stop motion? Um, and I, because I've always thought that movie would be an amazing, like, if you remade it, like, modern day, like, I think it could be a really great, like, concept. Um, so I was, I was thinking that's what this was going to be, but then it just wastes everything that it does with the ideas that it has, and it's just not fun. Well, um, the ride at Disney World, Dinosaur, based off the <laughs> Disney movie Dinosaur, is a better version of this movie. Of this. I mean, it's like time yes. travel and stuff, but yes. they have to, like, in when you're riding in the Jeep, the time Jeep, you have to leave before the asteroid hits, and it's yep. exciting and, and it's scary. And it's and, it's and, terrifying, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and, and so, so, yeah. So anyway, back to the beginning of the plot. So we have Adam Driver's character. Uh, he's on a beach with his wife, who has no name—literally no name. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the in the credits of the movie, she is listed as the daughter's mother. Like it's literally wow. the daughter's name, mother. Like you couldn't even give her her name. Like that's ridiculous. Uh, and the daughter, who is sick with some unknown disease, uh, which it's definitely un- unknown because we're with a race that is not human. So who the hell knows what it is? Uh, every, even though everything looks like just humanity created it. Uh, but whatever. So let's not get caught up on that. So she's sick. He's leaving. He's, ha- he's having to leave on like a two-year expedition uh, to, to pay for her, her medical treatments. And so we smash cut to him in the ship already just like on the trip. Um, in the worst... This, this actually pissed me off. You... you... <laughs> He's the only person awake flying this ship on autopilot. Everybody else is in cryostasis. Mm-hmm. And like he's just puts it on autopilot and he goes back to go to sleep back in his little his little cabin thing. Like that is the worst design of like somebody being in space like that I've ever seen. Like you would always have a backup co-pilot or something. Like, yeah, if you're going to go like... to the trouble of showing it like in my mind, sci-fi does one or two things. There's an autopilot, period, yeah. and that handles everything yeah. with redundancies and backup systems and all that. Or if there's yeah. a live person, it's a small crew running the ship. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Well, and and like even like Prometheus got away with from it with uh, with you know having there be an android awake. Like you know mm-hmm. the android is always there and always awake. To doesn't need on. to sleep. Doesn't need to take breaks. Yeah. He plays basketball so, like, every once in a while. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Watches Lawrence of Arabia. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, that was that just made me like laugh. It actually really was like this is laughable. Like the setup for this 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 crash is stupid. My problem um, with the crash then, is that they detect the asteroids after like four of them have already hit. Yeah. Like, what kind of sensors do you have on this ship? <laughs> Yeah, like literally, like the we open up in space with one of the little pieces of the asteroid already hitting the mm-hmm. ship before the alarms go off, and then the alarms go off, and he just like he like slowly makes his way up too. Like it's not even like the alarms go up, but he's like running to the. Front. It's like the like, AI was like, like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, what the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> the AI was asleep. Um, 
yeah, so uh, they they run into the cloud of the asteroid, um, and so it causes the ship to crash on Earth. Uh, the ship splits into half, the back half ending up on a mountain, main part of the ship, or the front of the ship landing in a swamp. Um, Just a clean have, break. It's a clean, like, <laughs> yeah. <second half. laughs> um, so uh, Adam Driver's the only survivor. Uh, he finds a single pod with a little girl. Uh, and it becomes, uh, like a Last of Us or a Mandalorian style, like, you know, the badass soldier, like, taking the person, except done poorly. Um. (laughs) Can I I ask you, they said, uh, after, when he was looking for her pod or when he found it somewhere around then, they said there were two unaccounted pods. Were you, did you kept waiting? Yeah, I I kept waiting for her Uh parents to act, one of her parents to actually be alive or some twist with that. I thought they were going to get to the ship, to the escape pod, and there was going to be a guy with a gun, like, being like, it's my escape pod. Like, oh. to add the third act, like, engine. I thought that's what they were going to do, but they did Yeah, there was no nothing done with it. Like, it, there's... So If weird. there is another survivor, he died in the asteroid hit, when the asteroid hit the Earth. But they accounted um, for those ones. I assume if it yeah. said there's two unaccounted for, those yeah. were two that were, like, still getting readings or something, you know? Yeah, who knows? Um... So come to find out, um, once again, in the most like stereotypical plot that you can also always see coming, the daughter, of course, died and sent a last mm-hmm. message while he was on the trip. Um, so at first he's going to kill himself before he finds the little girl, but he doesn't uh, because the little sensor goes off saying that the girl's there, whatever. Um, yeah, so yeah, then we have the story of, yeah, we've got to get to the back half of the ship. Hold on. Important plot point here. They don't speak the same language. Yes, Which so he, I was going to get to that. <laughs> well, this I think this is important right up front because this is basically like the plot of the movie is the fact that they don't speak the same language yeah. and have to work together. But this and is this the trope is, I was inferring to. This that, is what I was talking about too with with the little girl. I oh, think I thought you were talking about the. I think you were talking about the tooth or the claw later. Oh no, no, no. Well, yeah, that, that is that is one too. That's a, that that's was super dumb. Gun. That was a that's checkoff gun. That was gun. super dumb. Yeah. But yeah, that's this one. Gun. This is this is the other one. This is. Ugh. See, I wouldn't call this Chekhov's gun. This is like enemy mine cool. or. Um... Well, no, no, no. This isn't. I was saying the tooth thing is Chekhov's gun. Yeah, the, yeah. The, this, this, this spear thing. Yeah. But this this mixed vocabulary is so weird, um, because there's been you know classic sci-fi movies that have done this where it's an alien speaking a different language or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do and what this one didn't is a just because she speaks a different language doesn't make her dumb. Stupid. Yeah, right. She's still a, an intelligent being who can who speaks her own language, and then right. two. I was surprised at no point does Adam Driver try to learn any of her language. It's all okay. Get on board English, you know, immediately. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Um. That. Yeah. This is the, the this decision for the girl was the one that I was like, this is the worst thing that they could have done, because it it it, it one it puts a barrier between them creating a relationship with each other. Uh, which the whole movie is relying on them to have a relationship with each other, like uh, like to build. Oh up to no, the... Kyle! We got that scene that imprinted <laughs> them in our minds of her throwing crap at him, and then him like chasing <laughs> around with bug goop on his hand. That was supposed uh, to endear you it. to their relationship, of course. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, and and then like yeah, so it it just it's a terrible decision. Like the thing I was thinking of uh, the entire time is um is and i think you can relate to why my brain went there was planet of the apes with the the humans in in the original planet of the mm-hmm. apes uh, outside of charlton Heston. 
like they went the whole because they were dumb, right? Right? They had been like kind of reverted back to yeah. So that's what I felt they were trying to emulate, but there wasn't a reason for it. Like you were just saying, like she's not dumb. Like she just speaks a different language that doesn't make her like stupid. But the movie played it off like she was stupid or younger than she was. It like, was also weird that he didn't do. recognize the language and didn't like. He couldn't even like he, he threw out a couple it was names. Up but... north is what he said. Oh, it's they're from up north. Is what what he said. Uh, Adam Driver then, character was a bigot, is what I'm calling yeah, with. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. And he also he also was like, yeah, it, they 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 threw the threw the one line in there where they were just like, uh, oh my translator's broken. Like of of course it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So anyway, all right. So 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 they they set off to get to the back half of the ship, which has an escape craft in the in there. He lies to the little girl saying that her family is up there in a very stupid scene that they keep doing over and over again with. The, the the drawing of the people mm-hmm. in the mountain so, yeah um so <clears throat> so they're heading off uh through dinosaur infested lands to get to the ship now when i say dinosaur infested lands i really want you to just imagine this we're filming this and we have no budget for dinosaurs <laughs> Mm-hmm. And when I say we have no du- budget for dinosaurs, I mean there is no herbivore species in this movie at all. Yeah. You do not see a, a triceratops in the <sighs> distance. You don't see a anything. The only time you see a dinosaur is or dinosaur in air quotes is when there's an action scene. Uh when they randomly run into a carnivore that wants to kill them. Um there are pterosaurs. They're the only uh non like carnivorous flying like, reptile, dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, but like even then, like they're not they don't even do anything. Like we we see them flying above at one point and they're one implied to be scary for like a second and then a we second. never revisit it. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then we just go back to the other boring not even a dinosaur thing that we had um as the threat. So but Yeah, I was I was so surprised that we saw nothing else. We saw some bugs, some ancient kind of bugs. A lot of bugs. There was some bugs. kind of Loch Ness monster where they landed in the yeah, water that the never water. came back. Um, I thought it was going to be like maybe an ancient crocodile or something like that. But I thought we were going to get at least a scene of it eating because there was a lot of the, all the dead bodies from the, the mm-hmm. cryopods were right outside. So I thought he was that was going to be the thing that sent him back into the ship is we were going to see one of it like yeah, having no herd animals, no herbivores, nothing like why do this is this goes to the main point I'm going to make later in uh, whatever our final review or anything is. But why have dinosaurs as a plot point if you're only going to do the scary theropods and not like the wonder and awe. Like, who are you making this movie for? Cause yeah. people who like dinosaurs love dinosaurs, little kids, people mm-hmm. who grew up loving dinosaurs. They love all dinosaurs, not just T-Rexes. And arguably you don't have a T-Rex in the movie either. So, well, you, you, you have kind of a T-Rex. Um, yeah, I, I think it, it is one of the biggest movie, biggest flaws of this movie is we, Okay. So this is going to be something I'm going to bring it back up in dinosaur design, but I'll say it here. So before the movie came out, the directors, uh, direct directors slash writers, came out and said that they want one of the things they were doing with the dinosaurs were they were trying to talk about, or they were like, we've only discovered this many dinosaurs, so there's got to be ones that we don't know existed. So that's why they created kind of their own with some of their dinosaurs. Um, now I have a lot of problems with what they did and why they did it in general. But 
one of the things that struck me while I was watching the movie with that quote in mind is, so you're going out of your way to be like, oh, well, we haven't filled in the fossil record. So it's just like, it, there's so much more that there could be. And yet your movie feels so empty. There is nothing going on. Like you hear some sound effects, but like, there's no, like, you don't, like once again, there's so many moments in this movie where they're walking over a landscape where you could have like, and I'm talking in the background, low res triceratops walking through the woods, like mm-hmm. stuff that we like I could fake right now with my with like after with the shadow of a herd there's moving shadows, through the forest, anything. They, but there's nothing. There, it's it's a world that feels unlived in, and that's one of the biggest things that I've always hated. Um, in so, in some of these kind of like dinosaur movies where they do like when it's actually set in the past, where they're just like. There's nothing around. There's no dinosaurs. It's like no, it, like the the wildlife in that era was so varied. There's so many different species of dinosaurs that we know exist, and they're so prevalent. Like you know, the fossil record, we only get a fraction of the amount of dinosaurs like that we that we get. Like you know what I mean? Like we may have a hundred Triceratops fossils total across you know the United States, but the thing is, is obviously it was not just a hundred Triceratopses. Mm-hmm. It was you know, it's a whole species. Like, yeah. it's prevalent. And like, it's not... Uh. The, and the behavior <laughs> of the dinosaurs, too, it's like, oh, you have... Monsters. Yeah, you have tiny dinosaurs who aren't afraid of anything. They're attacking by themselves, you know, much larger humans and creatures and everything else. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, at least Jurassic Park has the excuse of genetic engineering to make their dinosaurs kind of what they want them to be. What's yeah. 65's excuse other than it's not even like we liked old dinosaur movies. No, you didn't because those ones were doing right. very specific things with dinosaurs. Even, even, yeah, even if you go to like I brought up Planet of the Dinosaurs earlier. If you watch Planet of the Dinosaurs, like the dinosaurs are still acting like animals. Like the, yeah, the T Rex is the monster that's chasing them around the entire movie, but like it's still like there's the moment of it hunting its own okay. prey and killing to be fair you did and... have some like triceratops chasing after people in the old movies like yeah yeah yeah, yeah i which eating them for some fair, reason and stuff like that uh, well the, eating them no i agree but to be fair hippopotamus hippopotamuses are the like the most violent yeah. animals on earth like if you got into a triceratops's territory like oh man it it would wreck your shit like it would kick your ass and, like, that's the stuff that you could have had in this movie if you had added that. Like, imagine them coming up on a herd of uh, Triceratops, and they take all defensive positions, and they get all mad, and the babies are in the center, and, like, you know, we get the, that, uh, that, that, I think, that, 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 ah, the stuff that I think you want the, to see from a dinosaur movie. I think the writers and the filmmakers, I think they liked the idea of a spacefaring humanity uh, arriving on Earth during the time of the dinosaurs. I think they liked that concept a lot. I think I don't think they like dinosaurs that much. Yeah, I don't think I don't, so. They don't, they don't seem to care. Even the ones they made, they're more like post Ice Age large reptiles and stuff. Like they're I mean, not or, or pre Triassic even for a couple mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, you know? exactly. And so it's just it's, like it's mm. what was the point? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we'll get back to the dinosaurs. So we have lots of encounters with carnivores um, uh, going through the movie. Um, so they. So there's a point where to set up the Chekhov's gun that goes nowhere, they she picks up some berries and are throwing them at him, and he scans it and realizes the berries are poisonous. Now, once again, I'm going to bring up Planet of the Dinosaurs because in Planet of the Dinosaurs, they find these poison berries, mm-hmm. and they actually use it to kill the T-Rex at the end. They put it on the spear that they shove into the T-Rex's gullet, and it like kills it, and it's such a big, cool moment. Um, so like in my head, I'm like, oh, that's why they did it. They're going to use it to kill whatever. Um, 
not what happened at all. Uh, but um, so as they're as they're as they're going, uh, they you see the asteroid in the air, uh, and it's getting closer and closer and closer. Normally, that would be a fun ticking clock. Uh, the problem is the movie has to spell it out to you multiple times by Adam Driver holding up his stupid little Palm Pilot and it yeah. being like, "Warning, it's getting closer." Like, and it's just like, oh, so now it can yeah. see an asteroid far away. <laughs> right? Yeah. Suddenly, the AI works to see an asteroid. Um, but like, I don't know, man. Like, have some faith in your audience. Most people know that dinosaurs died because of an asteroid strike. Like, you, you could have just shown it getting closer, and then when it's really close, that's when he scans it or something. Or like, you know, what would have really surprised me sense. is if the <laughs> asteroid missed, and then we had to wait with Adam Driver thousands of years for volcanoes to erupt too much, and then fill the <laughs> fill the atmosphere with uh, too much. Yeah, gases. if we're gonna go in, if we're gonna go inaccurate, let's just go full inaccurate. Let's yeah. let's go to a different uh, <laughs> a different way that the dinosaurs died. Um, all right. So anyway, so they're 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 trekking. They're running into dinosaurs. We get some like the moment in the cave uh, that introduces the big bad dinosaur, even though you think he's a T Rex in that in that cave sequence because uh, you don't get to see him fully. Uh, but we see this moment where he's shooting his gun to scar it, uh, so that you know that oh, this is the one that he they fought in the cave. Uh, the problem with that concept, and I'm just going to say this here. Um, no, you know what? I'm going to save that for my least favorite moment. I'm going to save that because that's, that's I think, one of the biggest things that I, I disliked about this movie um, is the lack of payoff for anything. Uh, and anyway, if, you've, so, if you've seen the movie and you think we just made a big jump in the plot, nothing really happens No, it's in between those two moments. Is. Yeah, it's just like, random. Between the cave and the... Like, they, mm-hmm. he's trying to explain to her that her family, we need to get to the, the mountain and all that stuff. And then we have, again, that scene I was saying where they try to, like, show them bonding a little bit with her throwing yeah. berries at him. And, uh, and you know, the in the cave, we have the suffocation scene you were talking about where she oh. has, a like, a parasite in her mouth for some reason. It's like, it's like, it's like a, a it's a yerg. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. this weird, like slug thing that has like pincers and it's gross and it like goes down her throat but like with its tail and then he pops it like a balloon he doesn't try to pull it out or anything like that he he gets a piece of glass and like stabs her mouth to pop it and it just explodes (laughs) and then she like vomits the yeah yeah it's so weird very weird very strange as i said and with that tied with the uh the quicksand scene later it's kind of like mm, uh, mm. <laughs> uh anyway uh yeah so nothing really happens so they they keep going um uh so the asteroids getting closer they finally get to the mountain uh um, well hold on the, and... the ca- i'll talk about the cave portion when they go into the oh, cave yeah. yeah um and then they do have a scene where like she gets well they he, yeah she she gets trapped or he thinks she's trapped, and then he hears her, and she gets out, but they're separated, so they have to, like, be on their own for a little bit, and at one point, he gives her these little beads that are, like, grenades, and tells her, like, use these if you have to, or whatever, and so then he fights an Oviraptor, which I assume is the part you're saying it wasn't in the trailers that made you jump. No, actually, it's the the raptor on the cliff side is the one that got. Oh, me. okay, okay. And he's okay. looking over the cliff, and you see them on the ba- on, on like the T Rex or whatever it is chasing the raptors, and then all. Yeah, well, this egg eating dinosaur for some reason fights him in the cave. Oh yeah, um, the over raptor with teeth. Don't worry, we're gonna get yep. there in dinosaurs. It's got a beak I'm and gonna teeth. rip these things. Yep. I'm gonna rip these things apart in dinosaurs. Yeah, but here's the part uh, that I hated, and ooh, I might save this for my least favorite moment. Yep, you want save least this favorite for, moment. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So now so yeah, so the they mountain. get separated, which is what causes yeah he gets stuck in the quicksand and she has to run back. But like mm-hmm. there is this 
moment where she gets chased by a raptor as well um because it's it's the same raptor design that is used at the beginning of the movie it's just a new raptor um and she goes through a log and she breaks it on both sides and then literally drops the entirety of the grenades to kill this one raptor okay that's what i was gonna say my least favorite moment is that's what i was gonna say i hated that she used (laughs) no we already said it you already said it. it's ruined now uh i'll have to pick a new one sorry (laughs) um but no no i hated that i hated that she didn't these grenades blew up like parts of the cave and she dumps every single one she had to kill like you know basically a big compy (laughs) a raptor that she didn't even need to kill because she trapped it in the log she could have just left yeah she she crushed the two sides of it it wasn't gonna get out one down it'll probably hurt it or scare it off like you don't need to right uh, like she dumps the whole bag it's another case of them them treating her like she's stupid it's another yeah. it's another case of them like being like, Oh yeah, but she's dumb. Like, no, she just doesn't speak the same language. Those are two very different things. Honestly, saying that someone who doesn't speak the same language is dumb kind of has some bad connotations that you probably didn't even think about as you were writing this. Mm-hmm. Or at least I hope you didn't, because if you did think about it and you wrote it this way, then we have problems. Um <laughs> Uh oh, anyway. Tokyo Lives goes woke. <laughs> I know, right? So if we weren't before. Um So <laughs> So, okay, so they, they yeah, they, they get up to the mountaintop. Obviously, she finds out that her family is de- isn't is there and is dead. Uh, they get ready to launch the the ship, uh, but the asteroid, like, pieces of the, the around the asteroid are starting to actually impact. This is all in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it breaks off the part of the ship with the escape vessel on it, and it falls down to the bottom of the mountain. Um, we get our T-Rexes. Um, there's one T-Rex, uh, at first, and then there's a second T-Rex. Um, however, they only exist to get killed. Uh, now, are they the same dinosaur? Later. No, yeah, they're two T-Rexes. It's literally just two T-Rexes. Because one has little T-Rex arms, and then the other one is acting like the, you know, whatever those things were earlier that walk oh, well, on no, all no, fours. No, 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 there, there were, because remember, because... So there's one T-Rex that comes up and starts biting at the vessel, and yeah. then he like leads it away. And then as he's inside the like wreckage, another Rex comes up behind it and starts crushing it from the back. And so there's two T-Rexes like circling him in the thing. Then the two T-Rexes die, and then the weird Giga whatever the okay comes out of the that was pretty confusing. I thought yeah, the no, second it, one was a different dinosaur. It's confusing because you don't get a good look. Yeah. You're using Tyrannosaurus Rex. And we don't get a good look at the T-Rex? Like, this is should have been the big moment. This should have been the big, like, oh, impact, you know? Or uh, if the other one is going to be a big dinosaur, it should have, have more than two seconds of free time. Yeah, I don't know. I have it kill the T-Rex. I'm going to say, once again, I have lots of problems with that big dinosaur. I'm going to save it for my least favorite. Yeah. Um. So, two T-Rexes. Yeah, he, he basically, like, he, the gun... Okay, actually, I have to say this now. The gun somehow <laughs> falls out of the escape Yeah, how did that happen? Onto the floor. Because <laughs> like, the window doesn't break. Like, no, because they launched the, the, the escape craft is fine. And they I assume he took track. his gun with him in the escape pod. Yeah. But it's he just, just, he just tossed sudden, it outside. <laughs> it's so weird, yeah, because when he stumbles out of the escape craft, he doesn't have his gun on him. And then like, also, he gets over to the wreckage, and he looks over, and he's like, oh, there's the gun. It's like The gun that has no ammo, and he has to reboot at one point. He has to turn it off and on again yeah. um, because it messes up. Because the... sci-fi. Plot. Yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah, so the two T-Rexes, he, he, once he gets the gun, he instantly kills them in a very, like, shitty fashion. Uh, and then the big one shows up, and he lures it to the, uh, the, the actual Chekhov's gun that is there, which is the, uh, the geyser. Um, but so wait, does, also... she, does she stab the monster uh, yes. dinosaur with the... With, with the, the is it tooth? Berry. Whatever it is? Yeah, it's like a rib, I think. But yeah, so when they were separated, she found a rib in a tree. And this is the Chekhov's gun that we were talking about that doesn't yeah. work. So she coats it in the berries. Like mm-hmm. you think like, oh, she's going to stab something and it's going to be poisoned by the berry and it's going to die. But like literally she comes in out of nowhere and like stabs it in she the eye. She predator stabs it. <laughs> she jumps and predator stabs it in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> in the eye, like the queen in AVP, like mm-hmm. straight through the eye. Uh, and then, but the, but that's not what's going to kill it. In fact, it starts to like, like get back at them and like, we don't even get like it acting groggy them. for a second or anything. No, it's no. So yeah. Weird. It, it's so stupid. Uh, and then, yeah, the geyser blasts and, and kills it. And but the, like, oh, the geyser yay, blasts it once and it doesn't do anything. And then yeah. the second times it blasts it, it like it burns all the skin off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah. Because uh, that's what I thought. I thought what was gonna, yeah. Because I, I obviously I knew the geyser was gonna be what killed it, but whenever it didn't damage it, I was like, oh, that's gonna be the surprise. Because he he got burned by the acid earlier, and like he thinks that the the geyser's gonna kill it, but then it doesn't, and then she's gonna come in and stab. And you could have had a cool scene actually, where they're in like the the geyser yard or whatever, and like these guys, he leads it there to get it to be killed by a geyser, yeah. but it keeps like dodging them because it, it yeah, lives in this he environment. Knows what it is. <laughs> and then she stabs it, and then it's acting uh, all groggy, and then out of nowhere, a geyser comes up and kills it. That would have been it. the ending that would have made yeah. sense to what you were setting up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I want that dinosaur I, movie. <laughs> I, think, I think stabbing it in the eye was also really stupid, too. I think if she had like stabbed it like in the gut... Like, that would have been more effective, too. Especially to get it to act groggy. You know, you stab it in the gut, and it's all like... That would have taken any sort of sense or logic from the filmmakers, so... <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then they get back to the shuttle, and they launch it, and they get to space, and you see the asteroid hit in another scientifically inaccurate scene, because that's not how the asteroid hit and killed the dinosaurs. Oh, and the, um, and the asteroid hit, like, right where they were. Like, they just yeah, happened to like land. immediately right where they were. Yeah. Like, but, like, yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh, just just so you know the science, if you are curious, uh, the biggest thing with the asteroid hitting the Earth is it did not hit land. Because if it had hit land, it actually would have caused way more damage mm-hmm. than it did. So the the, the crater that we uh, currently think is the, the where the asteroid Yucatan? hit. Yucatan? Yeah, is, yep. is, it hit water. It literally hit mm-hmm. in the ocean, which is why it didn't. It, it if it hit land, we would have a second moon, basically. Yeah. Yeah, we if if the Earth had survived it at all, mm-hmm. like yeah, we would have a second like second moon or just debris everywhere. Um, so yeah, so that's the end of the movie. They somehow the they get an SOS out and they're gonna get rescued. Um, and then we have a weird uh, credits montage that could have been fun, but it's stupid where they show the dinosaur dead and it like decomposes and yeah i'm actually gonna have two ages. two separate least favorite <laughs> moments now just so you know and one of them has to do with that title sequence okay so, so uh yeah so uh, there are no characters to go through we kind of already did uh, we have adam driver who is just you know doing his best with the script he has corpses. Uh, <laughs> um uh we have the girl who is not doing a bad job job acting but like 
yeah, they, they made her not speak the same language, which really just kind of ruined any sort of like thing. And they made her really stupid until she doesn't need to. And be I thought that I thought just... the daughter wasn't a very good actress when she first yeah. shows up. Like maybe that was like one of the first scenes they showed. Cause I, I was worried. like, Oh, if we had to listen to her the entire movie, but mm-hmm. I think it was just the writing that she had to do a bunch of lines that were like, dad, do you see this dad? Yeah. You know, but later on, I thought she was good whenever they had yeah. her come up in a hologram or something like that. Yeah. Um, which do you want to mention that, that, so the moment I thought was distasteful that I thought was like really weird and dark was when, uh, they used a hologram of his dead daughter as bait and they showed the T-Rex yeah. like trying to eat it. I just like that made that like yeah. turned my stomach a little bit. Like it was I, weird. It was weird, but I saw it coming a mile away. Like, so I did like, I, but it's weird that they actually filmed it. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a fictional girl in a fictional movie, but I just thought like, oh, this is this is messed up that they're yeah. doing this scene. <laughs> I I just knew I just knew the instant that we have the hologram. I was like, oh, they're gonna use that to distract. Do you that. get it? It's a metaphor because she died, <laughs> and he wasn't there for um, that. <laughs> he wasn't, but he was there to see the. And that gave died. him the strength to kill that dinosaur. To shoot the T Rex in the face, mm-hmm. in the skull, yep. which is the hardest part of a T Rex, and somehow yeah, he headshot it that first one, and it's just it just falls over dead. It's just yeah, yeah, you know, it's not a giant, massive living creature or anything. With you know, <laughs> with one of the with a bone density skull, that's like, like steel. Yeah. yeah, no, no big deal. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, all right, so let's move on to the thing that's going to be fun is ripping these dinosaurs apart. Um, so. Let's let's go through the ones that are actual dinosaurs first, because it's not hard because there's only four of them. Yeah. So we have we have uh, a, a Velociraptor or, or some sort of raptor. Um, Which this is the only thing I'll give him credit for. It's like the first movie or anything to actually show like an accurate size, like a it somewhat is the right accurate size. size. Yeah. However, everything else is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just got like a few quills, no feathers. Um, it looks like a plucked turkey. Um, it, like it's got like weirdly long legs that have too many joints like it's you know like the normal dinosaur leg just goes like curve one knee down then it's got the ankle and then it goes forward to a foot this thing's got like an extra (laughs) hook if there's like a new listener or something uh listening this and you think oh well they just didn't like it because they're like dino nerds as we get into like bone structure and stuff if they had done jurassic park style no feather dinosaurs i get it I don't like it. I think we could totally make scary feathered oh, yeah. dinosaurs now, but I under I would understand if they just did the, like the featherless dinosaur. That's not what yeah. they did. They no, did no bad bad things to these dinosaurs. Yeah, and and it's it's yeah, because that's the thing. Like one of my favorite uh, T Rex designs still to this day is the V Rex from Kong uh, PJK. Yeah, and that's a, a very a fantasy based, very inaccurate. Yeah, <laughs> it's so inaccurate, but it's an amazing T Rex. Like I love it so much. It's so fun. Uh, yeah, these things are just like weird and gross. Like not even gross, just like not real. Like they if don't you look were, real. If you were doing a Dinosaur Planet remake or a remake of any of the older um, mm-hmm. dinosaur movies, King Kong the 2005 version is how you do that. The all yeah. the long neck dinosaurs, all the theropods, they specifically were were calling back to those old designs and what we used to think dinosaurs looked like. And right. the nostalgia is what sold those designs. 
Right. Like, they but they they knew what to what to keep and what to change. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. knew like obviously we still have to have a T Rex like in the correct position now. We can't have a complete retrosaur. Although I do think I would still like to see a movie with that like the retrosaur like every. It'd be cool to see like modern movie. CGI on that. Yeah. That could be pretty fun. But but so with the V Rex, yeah, but they were like, Yeah, but we thought they had like crocodile skin, so it's gotta be like craggly skin. Yeah. Uh, when when the original King Kong came out, T Rex was still thought to have three fingers, so we gotta give him three fingers, like they knew what to keep to make like hardcore fans like of either Kong or just paleo nerds be like, Oh, I see why they did it like that. That's pretty cool. This does not know when to do that. And that's why I think their excuse of just being like, Oh, well, we wanted to like add stuff to the fossil record that maybe we haven't discovered yet. It's like, Oh bullshit. You just wanted to make whatever design you wanted to think wanted to make. And it's not a dinosaur. It's just a random monster. Like, but if it, if you just wanted to make it a random monster, you could have just had Adam Driver land on an alien planet with actual, like, alien lizard monster things, and it would have been fine. Like, yeah, if I, you just didn't call it Earth, yeah. I would have been at least a little more on board with, uh, you know, like, this planet's version of that evolutionary yeah. stage, you know? Yeah, 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 and yeah. I, I mean, yeah, you could you could play with that, and I think it would have been fine. But yeah, so anyway, the Velociraptor, yeah, they are the correct size. Um, they're very fragile. Like he literally like kills one and like one butt of his gun. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we see that design a couple of times. Like I said, we see it at the the first time when it jumps at him from the cliff. Also, all the Velociraptors it, uh, uh, attack as a single dinosaur. There's no yes. like groups or herds or anything. Like there, that. yeah, there is a dinosaur dinosaur that uh we do see attack as, as a herd but it's not a raptor it's a it's a different thing it's like a weird trodon thing. i mean it's um, it's like <sighs> oh you're talking oh, you're talking about the trodon okay i thought you're talking yeah, about yeah. the uh fallen kingdom oh we haven't dinosaur. gotten to the weird four-legged yep. thing that's yep. that's once again i'm separating the real dinosaurs gotcha. from the weird what this movie created um so uh moving on to uh the pterosaurs uh we do see uh, some ter- pterosaurs they're nothing like specific like they're not pteranodons um, they have a, a weird head crest and stuff like that. I thought they. I, I can't remember the name of it. I thought they were the same dinosaur that was in um, the Pixar dinosaur movie that were like the main enemies. Maybe it's yeah, maybe. Um, I, like I said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know my pterosaurs as well as, no. as I do my 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 dinosaurs. But uh, but like here's the thing that the design of the pteranodon was pro or the pterosaur was probably the least offensive of all the designs. I actually thought it was pretty decent when it was on the beach when we got to actually got to see it. Yeah, it had some weird um, teeth. That was the only thing that stood out to me. It had weird teeth. Which they had teeth, had, but not like that. <laughs> it had holes in its wing, which mm-hmm. I thought was really weird. It's um, just to make it, like, know. ancient looking or something. I don't know. Yeah, but it's like, uh, holes in the wings kind of stop it from flying. You can't flying fly. Properly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, and then I did think it was funny, though. This is a little bit back to plot over design, but I thought, did think it was funny that when the girl was hiding from them, she didn't even know if they if she was supposed to be afraid of them. And then one looked at her and she's like, "Huh," and then it kind of like yeah. walked over to her, like maybe my like, attack, like, cr- cocking its head. And I was like, "Oh, is it gonna be like a cool horror moment with the pterosaur? That could be fun." It's just, it's just and then weird. it just gets eaten. It's just a moment. Yeah, yeah, it's just a moment, um, which is really what this movie is—just a series of just moments, series of moments. Like, like nothing yeah. cohesive, just a series of moments. Um, so, um, let's see. Uh, then we have the Overaptor, um, which we don't get a good look at because it's in the cave and it's kind of being all, like, super fast. We have this moment where they do the, like, the Peacemaker helmet thing mm-hmm. that uh, from Suicide Squad where it's definitely too he's big. got a hologram. It it's is too massive. big. massive. <laughs> it's very too big. 
And as we joked about, it has a beak like Overraptor did mm-hmm. have, but it also has Velociraptor teeth in the inside of its beak indiscriminately, like out of nowhere. Like, uh, that's not right. Uh, that's weird. I'd love and it's a- if there was a real life conversation of like the designer, you know, working on this movie, uh, working on the graphics, trying to do a good job. This is his scene he's working on, and he makes like a really good Overraptor. And then like the filmmakers come for their once every three month visit uh, to check on the effects, and they're like, "What is that? Oh, it's an Overraptor. Like, here's my reference." Blah blah blah. And they're like, "It's not scary. Why doesn't it have teeth? <laughs> you know, right, right, <laughs> and, like they right. add it back in." <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that's. I mean, honestly, as bad as it is, that's probably exactly how it went. Um. Yeah, it's way too big. Uh, it's obviously, as we know, Overraptor did have feathers as well in the real paleontological record. It has no mm-hmm. feathers. Um, but, but I I think that I it not having feathers doesn't necessarily like matter. Like we said, you can make a scary dinosaur for any feathers. of these. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like um, <laughs> I do like that it it being in the cave and being this like naked like like pale creature does add a little bit of horror element to it as it's like coming in and out i think out of the it was shadows. implied that it was blind a little bit kind of, yeah maybe yeah at least the the you know like it lives in caves so therefore it's you know it looked like it was still like it. finding him in the dark too mm-hmm. um they didn't do anything so, with that he could have had a moment where he like pops a flare and it's scared for a second or something mm-hmm. but i don't know yeah, but but so like honestly, like that actually kind of made the design a little bit better for me. Was it having that kind of creepy like, oh, it's a pale creature that lives in a cave? Like, okay, I can get it. Uh, but uh, but not an yeah. overraptor because overraptors would not be able to find eggs, no. you know, in a cave. No. Yep. <laughs> um. So then we have uh the T Rex is the uh, last real dinosaur that we have. Um. Now the T Rex, uh, it has. From what we can see, and once again, it's only in the movie for maybe a minute or two. Yeah. Um, they they are very anatomically incorrect. They ha- he has they have these giant like weird fangs, like big big teeth fangs on like each side of its jaw that yeah. aren't real, like canines. Um, <laughs> yeah, big canine teeth. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's got it. It does have kind of a V Rex thing going with its skin texture, where it's like a. Uh, it's more like an alligator than a crocodile. Well, they're they're um, all like craggly and like mm-hmm. weird skin yeah. textures. I thought the weirdest thing was its shape. Its shape was like what like it's little kids draw T Rexes. You know. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of uniform throughout. No big head. No caring about the skeletal structure or anything. And very um. Oh, what's the what's the word I was trying to look for for this? Uh, very um. Uh, what is it? A shrink wrapped, as as uh, paleo nerds like to say. Like yep. it's very like it has no no weight to it, no heft. It's no. very like you took the skeleton and you just put skin on it and to said it was a is the T Rex. Um. Uh. But once which again, you late Cretaceous? Most dinosaurs are starving at this point. Like, of course, right? <laughs> you know, you could almost make that work, but maybe that's why yeah, there's no herbivores. The dinosaurs were eat. dying out on their own, right? They were just going to, they weren't a thriving hmm. thing that has been around for hundreds and hundreds of millions no, of no, years no. at this point. <laughs> no, at this point, really, you're not going to see many, like, big T Rexes. If this is right when the asteroid is hitting, you're not going to see as many of the big, bigger dinosaurs, you know? Well, yeah. Well, you'd see T Rexes, and that would be. But they—they're like, like their smaller cousins that were the late, late Cretaceous, mm-hmm. you know. 
Yeah, but but T Rexes specifically are the they are the the big theropod that is thriving in this era. Like there aren't a lot of them. It's really just Rex, and that's fine because that's that's all it needs to be. Because the the herbivores aren't as big either. There's not as many sauropods. Mm-hmm. There's not as many large herbivores. It's mostly like hadrosaurs and stuff like that at this point. Um, which is why T Rex is the thriving. Predator. Give us a like, duck billed dinosaur, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes. Um. Okay, so then let's get to the non-dinosaurs. So we have, we have well, several theoretical creatures. dinosaurs. According okay, to the yeah, we have, yeah, theoretical dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. So the first one is there's this little weird, looks like a T-Rex with an ankylosaur tail that rocks on all fours that gets trapped in the mud. You, that could almost arguably be our only herbivore, but yeah, I think they just. Maybe. I don't think it's supposed to be a herbivore. I think it was just supposed to be cute. Yeah, but had an ankylosaurus tail. Yeah, it's and so which weird. Their, the parents of it just like left it to die, which definitely would not happen. But um, it's supposed to just be oh, everything is vicious. It's 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 a uh, primal bit, right? Yeah, like, you know there was no real animal behavior from anything in this movie. Um, yeah, so they they pull it out of this of the gunk and it gets killed by the troodons, which aren't troodons but that's the closest thing they look like they have the weird like really thin face with the big eyes um, i have a tangent but i need to ask you this mm-hmm. what in your mind was the script story purpose for the scene with the baby dinosaur that gets eaten like in your mind you're a writer writing the script about dinosaurs the adam driver traveling and all this stuff what was the point, like, what were you trying to tell the audience with this thing getting trapped in tar and then the little girl saving it and then immediately seeing it die? It was, like I said, it was the, it was just to be like, it's, it's just kind of random. scary out here. Like, that's, but all they I already established that with like the multiple dinosaurs that I attacked and everything. Like, to me, maybe at some point the script had this dinosaur as like a third party member. Mm-hmm. And then they cut that, but they still like spent the CGI on it. I, like it, it confused me to my core why this scene even happened. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't to scare the little girl. It wasn't to like show her that like, like maybe if she was like a little spoiled brat who like didn't realize how dangerous things were, so they needed a scene to show right. her that she needs to like listen to what he says. But they already mm-hmm. literally did that scene right before this. Yeah. So it's just, it's weird. Yeah. That's um, it. And, and, and Trodons, <laughs> uh, um, Trodons, Trodons are a weird one too because, uh, like, there's actually a lot of uh, this is just a weird paleo nerd thing that I know. Um, there's actually a lot of debate on whether Trodons actually existed in the form that we think they did because huh. the original specimen, all we based it on was a tooth, like, and so we have found fossils that we kind of slotted the tooth into to make it make sense. But it's one of those weird ones where it's like, we don't have a lot of fossils of Troodon. So it's, it, it, it might just be, you know, from a, a raptor of some sort that we just don't know. I mean, there was a point um, in the forties and fifties where they established a lot of new dinosaurs based on fragments of fossils that very easily could have been uh, mutated versions of I mean, dinosaurs we knew, or just a that's smaller how started. Spinosaur, we had nothing. We had, we had nothing. We had, we had a single piece of jaw. That yeah, was it. <laughs> and they they made a whole exhibit out of it 
in uh-huh. London and had that, yep. that full fake skeleton forever. And that's why we thought it was the largest carnivore. That's why we, uh-huh. we, we pulled so much from that little fragment yep. of fossil. And there were a lot of dinosaurs like that. And that's why yep. we've seen in modern day a lot of dinosaurs are getting erased because they're like, you know what, this is probably just a, a slightly mm. larger Triceratops, you know? Yeah, tri- uh, Triceratops and, uh, yeah, Taurosaurus are the ones mm-hmm. that are, like, still being debated right now of, like, are they a separate species or are they the same? Or... Was it an adaptation for a yeah. different climate, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, like, but also, like, fascinating, I know we're talking dinosaurs not about this movie, but just in general, but... Because it's more um, interesting. <laughs> Uh, uh, like the whole Apatosaurus Brontosaurus thing was so fascinating. Oh, yeah. With the whole, it started out as Brontosaurus, then they re- found out that it was just an Apatosaur, but then later on they discovered another Brontosaur, and they were like, "Wait a minute, it is a different species." So now we've got to re-separate them again because it, they are actually two. That rock, that whole story rocked my childhood. That was the crazy. back and forth on the Apatosaur yeah. and Brontosaur. I mean, they, there were people changing names and stores on toys. Like uh-huh. the community was in an uproar. <laughs> Yeah, and then to find, and then yeah, late, years, years later to find out that oh wait, they were always two separate species. We just assumed that we just switched the head, and it's a whole thing. And it's what a funny, a funny dinosaur for that to even happen to. I like, know <laughs> it wasn't a T Rex. It wasn't anything sexy. It was the the Brontosaurus, <laughs> Littlefoot. You know, uh, Littlefoot. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So now on to my two least favorite dinosaurs quote-unquote, in this movie. So we have the dinosaurs that break all the rules of what separates dinosaurs from lizards. So there's these weird velociraptor things that run on all fours, but they move like lizards. So one of the key differences, and I remember this, this was in every paleontology book I read growing up, showing the difference between what a dinosaur looks like versus a, a lizard. And when that split happened in the Triassic period that made it such a big split is that there are dino like dinosaurs do not have shoulders that put their arms out at 90 degree angles from their body. Like that was a big key difference between a synapsid and a dinosaur in the Triassic era. So these weird ass things are in the late Cretaceous, which the synapsids already are gone at this point like the triassic is the triassic uh uh extinction event is what killed all the synapsids which is why dinosaurs became what they did for the hundreds of millions of years that they survived um and so these weird ass things move like a lizard like they move like an alligator or just a, a common lizard you see walking around your house with the splayed out arms on the left and right they're they have um their back hips are the exact same way, but they have longer legs, so they're always, like, at an angle, like, leaning downwards. Um, they just look like big lizards, but they are I mean, supposed to be dinosaurs. They look um, straight up like the Indoraptor from Fallen Kingdom, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the angle of the body, like, it's it's so close, I, I can't imagine it was any kind of coincidence. Like, they wanted that type of dinosaur in their movie. Right. And it's but it's, yeah, and then they but they yeah. still just got the anatomy wrong. Even if they went for the Indoraptor, because even the Indoraptor, once again, the, his hands yeah, are his arms straight down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's it's a big difference. And like for for a paleo like me, like 
instant I saw them in the trailer, I was like, what are those things? And then watching them in the movie and them being pretty much the actual biggest action scene in this movie that very it prominent yeah <laughs> yeah it's like why these things like why didn't you just use the raptors or the trodons or well that's know, another weird thing about the movie too later. is that we don't really have any dinosaurs to focus on like Good. again they do damage that one and it comes back but yep. even it doesn't feel like a character and in the movie I'll, or I'll, a villain i'll go into or... more detail about why yeah, i hate yeah, that yeah. specifically and least favorite but but yeah, no, for sure. There's yeah, there's no there's no carrying threat. There's no no threat that's following them or hunting them. Uh, even they try to set one up for a couple of times. But anyway, yeah. Um. So yeah. So then we've got those weird things. Like I said, like we said, they they have the biggest action scene in the movie. Probably. Uh, they're very uninteresting. They're just weird little carnivores. Um, they die in one single shot of the gun. Everything dies in one single shot of the gun. Um, but. Uh, but then we get to the final boss monster, which a lot of people instantly drew attention to with the trailer, and they were like, "What the hell is that thing?" Because it's walking on all fours and it's a big theropod, it's got big Hulk arms, yeah. And like, it's got like. So what I what I think in my head, my brain goes, it's a Herrerasaurus that was blown up to T-Rex sized as far as like, you know, like what they were thinking. Cause I mean, Herrerasaurus, that's, that's one of the biggest things with Herrerasaurus. Very early dinosaur still walked on all fours uh, as a, as a carnivore. Um, and this thing is like, yeah, like if you take a Giganotosaurus, but make its arms like three times as long as it's supposed to be like, give it like Indominus Rex arms and have it like walk on all fours for the most part. Um, and it's got these weird sh- giant ass shoulder blades that look really strange. Um, the first scene where it shows up in full form, uh, it kind of walks out from the darkness, and it's like standing on its hind legs in like a yeah. Weird it was freaky. it was like I thought they were gonna do something where it was smart or intelligent or like yeah. some precursor to something because it does walk out like some dude. Like, yeah, yo. Like, literally a guy in a suit kind of moment. Yeah. It, like, it looks like it's just like walking out of the shadows. I wonder like, if that is hell? some callback to a suitmation thing or something. Something? I don't know, I don't know. man. Um, but yeah, it's the it's the final boss of the movie. Um, it's the one that got scarred. It's the one that gets killed, as we said earlier, gets stabbed in the eye and killed by a geyser. Um, but yeah, it's it's very much not a dinosaur that we know. It's. I mean, if if we're going off of the whole them wanting to fill in the fossil record, like, I guess between it and the little things, it's the most inoffensive of the of the two. Like, it's it's less offensive. It's like it's just a weird big theropod. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine, you know. Look, I don't like it. It's not accurate, but it's not horrible. <laughs> um, if the rest I hated of the movie, it. I don't know. <laughs> well if the rest of the movie had been good is my point it it wouldn't have been a thing that would have like hurt me like i think i think i just don't like it because it's another like why did you use this the way you did i just think that the dinosaurs they made are so generic looking that's my biggest problem is that they're generic monsters with nothing interesting no coloration nothing with their skin that makes them different or stand out like they're just i mean it doesn't help that this movie's cgi budget looks like a streaming series or a TV show, which right. is, again, weird to me. But the fact that the designs they went for, the only place that you can save production value to make something more interesting than what you actually have the money for, they just went as bland as possible. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Let's see. Um, and that's pretty much all of it. There's a lot of weird bugs, like we said. Um, yeah, some weird bugs. There's a lot of, a lot of weird bugs. Uh, a lot of... Uh, um, yeah, honestly, the the bugs probably had more interesting interesting the designs. A lot the of trees. But... That's it. Lots That's, of trees. Yeah. The majority of the screen time is them walking through trees, <laughs> and not even like prehistoric looking trees. That's nothing no. about this says, you know, Lake it's Cretaceous. Also, they also yeah they also pull the generic like let's just it, oh it's 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 in the dinosaur era so they're they're just well, in a volcanic region. It's like well. The, the world didn't all look like a volcanic region. Right? Yeah, that's where you pull from like classic, like old yeah. dinosaur books and stuff where there's volcanoes in the background. But one thing was weird. There was one interesting shot that looked kind of cool. It made zero sense, but it was like a shot of the mountains and it was all, it almost looked like industrial, like orange, foggy. And then there were like two tornadoes like going through the mountain range. Yeah, what was up with that? That was cool, Tornadoes can't what? go in mountains. No. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> Like that's why tornadoes been, are in Kansas in the middle in the Midwest, you know. Like it would have been fine if it was like a weird like uh like if we were on a weird alien world, like it would have been like oh okay. Like, <laughs> and it's the only thing that like piqued my interest. I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool, but like again, it made no sense that these tornadoes would be going through these valleys of these huge mountains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> just, like, <clears throat> baffling, but um, yeah. All right, so least favorite, least favorite moment. Um. Uh, so yeah, so I've been teasing mine, so I'm just gonna say it. So they do this whole thing, and this happens way further into the movie than it should have. Point one. So they shoot the the big uh, giga theropod that walks at all fours uh, when it breaks through the waterfall. They shoot him in the face, and they give it a scar. Now, normally, whenever you do this in a movie, you're trying to set up an instantly recognizable monster that you can when you see it you'll know, oh, it's it's the one that's chasing us. It's the big bad. It's the thing that's going after us. Unfortunately, they don't reuse that dinosaur until the very end. So not only does this whole setup for like a dinosaur that's been chasing them not even happen until probably three quarters of the way through, but then he just shows back up at the end and it's very unceremonious. Like You just see the scar and it's like, oh, I get it. It's supposed to be the same thing. Like... If they had done this scene earlier and had it pay off, like, oh, like, we see it we see it one time where it's not scarred, and then it attacks them at the waterfall and it gets the scar, and then it shows it back up at the end mm-hmm. and you see it's got a scar, that would have been something. That could have been cool. That could have been fun. And I think, technically, I think it's supposed to be the thing that he sees when he looks over the side of the cliff with the raptors running away, and there's the big thing chasing after the raptors. I think that's supposed to be the big theropod. But we don't get to see it. So it's not like you just see a shadow and that's it before he gets attacked. So there's no setup or there is setup, but it doesn't work. And I think that's the, literally the problem with this entire movie. This movie sets things up and doesn't pay it off or it pays it off in an unsatisfying way. Like the or forgets it happens. <laughs> or forget the things they it. set up. Yeah, yeah. Forget, forgets that we said there was another pod. If there's not um, 30 drafts of the script, I'll be surprised. Yeah, it it just, oh man, I don't know. It's not, it's not it, that that moment. The reason why I picked that moment is it kind of encapsulates my biggest problems with this entire movie. Like I think, I think that that the lack of payoff for anything that you're setting up in your plot kills this movie for me every single time. Like, and I, I just, I can't stand it. 
Um, yeah. So what's what's yours? So I, I did say I have two. Technically, I have three because her throwing like all the grenades into the log to kill that one Velociraptor <laughs> is so dumb. The other dumb moment, which isn't like huge blasphemous or anything, just really dumb, was when the escape pod falls off the mountain. Which already, like, you think, oh, okay, they're going to have to use, like, the backup escape pod or something else. No, they're still going to use that escape pod that just fell off a mountain and crashed. Because apparently it's undamaged. But then the two T-Rexes and the third monster start ripping into it and damaging it and hurting it. And they're still like, okay, this is the escape pod. We just need to flip it over. And then the dinosaur flips it over and that's fine. Um, yeah. It should have been destroyed, like, 15 different times. There should have been yes. cracks everywhere. You know, Oh, there is one line... Where the computer says repair sequence started. Yes. What? What's so there's are there little robots going around repairing it? Like is it self repairing? Is it alive? Like what's going? We don't on? See, we don't see any of that. We just hear that it's being it's repaired. Future. So it's yeah, the future. Yeah, it's the past, yeah. uh, but it's the future tech or whatever. And then <laughs> my actual least favorite moment, and you mentioned it, but the the cut from the end of the film into just this random shot of a T Rex on fire after the asteroid hit was so funny and stupid to me. Like, I thought it was like, it honestly could have been like something someone animated for YouTube as a joke of like, after the asteroid hits, you just see a dinosaur corpse with little fires all over it burning. (laughs) Yep. When an asteroid hits, everything's gone. The landscape's gone. You don't see trees. It's just gone. There's not just yeah. a funny corpse that then turns into a skeleton that then turns into a field. And then it's again, it's like somebody photoshopped uh, a city in the background for for when it's modern day. A nondescript city. Yeah. Just one of the <laughs> dumbest title sequences I've ever seen in my entire life. It was yeah. so stupid. Yeah. So that was my actual experiment. So now yeah, you said you didn't have one, but I'm going to make you choose a favorite moment. God damn it. Um... Something you actually liked. Let's see. I think everybody, at least in my theater, there was a small chuckle when the girl said shit. There was, a, like that she there was her... some okay, yeah, there was some okay humor. I'm not going to pick that, but there definitely was some, like, there was some chuckles from the theater. I yeah. even chuckled at a couple of the, the moments, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, not not worthy of, of, of really specifically calling out any specific joke. Um, I think my favorite moment... Honestly, I'm gonna choose the Overraptor scene. Um, I think I think as much as I was like once I saw the design, it weirded me out a little bit. Um, I think the the moment it's in the trailer, but they they cut it in a weird way in the trailer. But in the full full movie, whenever he's uh, scanning with his little Palm Pilot, and um, you see uh, if you look at the Palm Pilot, you see it coming from behind him, and then you get the breath moment on the back of his neck. I liked, yeah, I liked that the hologram was yeah. how we saw a lot of that fight. Uh-huh. That was cool. That was fun, yeah. So that that whole sequence was actually pretty fun to me. Like, it honestly, probably once again, best sequence of the movie for me. I think it was really cool. I liked how it kept darting in and out of the shadows, like it was moving like really, really fast, like back and forth, mm-hmm. like slashing at him um, and biting onto his shoulder at, uh, once it did grab onto him. Um, that stuff was really fun. Um, I think it was. I, I think it was the most like scary the movie was as far as like tense as like a tense moment, which is funny because it's it's an over after, so it should have been 
not that tense uh, because it's just no raptor. Yeah. But uh, but uh, oh, you don't have any eggs. Enough, I'm gonna leave you alone. No worries. Yeah, stra- strangely enough, the Overraptor sequence was more tense than the T-Rex sequence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my favorite moment. You made me pick one. There it is. <laughs> so for me, even though I think it was stupid how it was executed, um, when when he when the, the reason the ship crashes is because the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs, like... They tell you that later, like it's some reveal. But the second he goes into an asteroid field, you know that's what's happening. I did like that. I like the idea of like, oh, if you're going to crash on a planet of dinosaurs and the, the big ticking clock is the asteroid, it's cool that the asteroid is what crashed the ship to go onto the planet. That that yes. I liked. I thought that was a that good was, idea. Yeah, that was a nice, um, nice kind of play on everything. If you were making sure. just a fun movie that didn't have to be scientifically accurate, you were just making a movie that you wanted to make dinosaurs because you like dinosaurs, these mm. are the kind of things that would have worked. I just mm. I think the I think the filmmakers just wanted monsters. They wanted something scary. And there is a review I saw that they used in the marketing that they were like this movie makes dinosaurs scary again. Who right. wanted that? Like no. we yeah. we liked being scared in Jurassic Park and those movies as children and stuff. But nobody, like, universally just wants dinosaurs to be scary, like sharks or something else, you know? No, and that's, yeah, I feel like that's that's a big problem with this whole, this whole conversation is, I think, I think dinosaurs being scary is all well and good, but I think one of the reasons that Jurassic Park works so well is because it knows how to relieve that tension for a little bit. Like, we do have, you know, wonder. the Brachiosaur, we have that wonder, yeah. we have that stuff that takes us out of that thriller stuff and then when it gets scary it's even more scary because we're especially the rex scene in jurassic park uh the original the 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 attack on the on the on the cars is uh is is just phenomenally paced and is scary and like it you know it's actually funny that it is as scary as it is because the t-rex you would think it's so big you can't really you know it's not going to go out of your view like it's going to be always there because it's big thing but like i mean that is like Mm, just so good with the tension and the scariness and just perfect. Well, the T-Rex is the perfect example of, of why people love dinosaurs and what they love about dinosaurs. The T-Rex is something that you can have in a movie like Jurassic Park and it is genuinely scary. But kids love it. It's always the it's the, it's the dinosaur that everyone goes back to. Anyone you tell them to draw a dinosaur, they'll probably draw a T-Rex. And the reason for that is because it's interesting it's amazing that this thing lived it's awe-inspiring it's that's that's what dinosaurs are and that's why people like seeing dinosaurs in movies because even if the t-rex is your enemy you have that scene at the original jurassic park at the end where it saves them from a bunch of lost raptors because that's what we want the t-rex to be we want it to be this thing that could kill us and it could also mm-hmm. you know be our best friend and save us from velociraptors you know mm-hmm. that's that's what people want out of dinosaur movies Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and yeah, I think <sighs> you just you, you you can't like you can make a horror movie with dinosaurs. Like I'm literally I'm playing Dino Crisis for the cast right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, there there are ways to make a thriller with dinosaurs, and I mean even, even Dino Crisis doesn't have the first game does not have any like wonder moments at all, but like. It, they can be scary. You just have to film them to make them scary. But you know what Dino Crisis does have? Mm. Mystery. It is mysterious. Yes, you don't know what's going have. on. You don't know why dinosaurs are there. 
which <laughs> I think this is a perfect time to talk about that. We already kind of teased it in the spoiler-free section. This movie would have so many different connotations to it if we had either never been marketed that there were going to be dinosaurs or we were never flat out told it was Earth. Mm-hmm. Those two aspects of this movie is something that really hurts it because the mystery of the of him crash landing on a mysterious planet, like we don't know what it is, and then we we get revealed that they're dinosaurs, like could have been a moment, man. We could have we could have seen the the like they could have had a moment with the the giga the big threat monster being the first dinosaur we see come out yeah. of the forest like how big of a moment would that have been like uh, if we had no idea like they kept it like kind of creepy yeah like, like they the showed trailer. the asteroids they showed the uh-huh. prehistoric bugs and it like once you see a dinosaur for the first time it would have all like clicked into place and been exactly. like holy shit i can't believe we're watching yeah. this yeah yeah that that could have really helped it and yeah like i feel like that decision was definitely a um uh, that 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 decision was definitely a studio decision. Well, they were like, terrified they, of people showing up, and yeah. you know, which I mean, I hate to tell you, but no one's going to show up anyway. You released the same week as Scream Six. Sorry, uh, you released it against <laughs> another horror movie, and that horror movie is a, a well-established franchise. So good luck. Um, but uh, you know, uh, yeah, that I think. Because, like, whenever we got... Because I remember... Because here's the thing. When the first when they first started marketing it, technically, the teaser trailer that we got did not show us what it was going to be. Remember, it just we got the title 65. We had him kind of walking around, it being all creepy. Like, there were noises and roars and stuff in the distance, and we never saw anything. And then we got the full trailer, like, a couple... Like, a week or two later that, like, fully revealed it. But I think people were still um, talking dinosaurs with that we first We were. We all, yeah. we all expected it. We were like, oh, it's probably dinosaurs. But we we still didn't know, and there was a cool mystery element mm-hmm. for, like, that first couple weeks where we were all like, I think it's going to be dinosaurs, but I don't know for sure. So, like, maybe Which this I think, is going to be something fun. I think that's how this movie got made, is, is the idea that the filmmakers wanted it to be a mystery or vague. Mm-hmm. I think you see that all over the place. And I think this movie just got torn apart in test screenings and re-edits and right. all of that. And just, I mean, there's definitely bigger problems than just that. I mean, the designs like we talked about and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think at least that would have been more interesting if they had kind of a Planet of the Apes style twist where it's like, we're on Earth. Whoa. Because there's no reason. There is no reason that the movie needed to have the title pop up and then still have to put 65 and then a million years ago on Earth. Like, mm. you, we didn't need it, like, in the movie that way at all. Like, it did not need to be spelled out. We saw dinosaurs at that point. We knew what we were dealing with. Like, why did you treat your audience like you're stupid? Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's the same problem I have with the asteroid, too. Of, like, why do they keep scanning? You know what, like, though? I will say... closer! If, like, yeah, I get if it. If <laughs> test screening audiences were confused, I can see maybe people not realizing that they are supposed to be dinosaurs if you don't show... A brontosaurus if you don't show a triceratops if all you show is theropods that kind of look just like monsters anyway it might be confusing because what is every single dinosaur movie whether it's a a disney movie or jurassic park at some point they have the shot where you see a herd and flying reptiles and pterosaurs and you, you see a mix of all the dinosaurs interacting out on the plains you know that's what gives us you know our dinosaur feeling going into a movie and you don't have to do that specific thing but you do have to show us something you know that screams yeah. dinosaur 
Yeah. Um. So okay. So, uh, we're at cinematography for special effects. Um. So the CGI is hit or miss. Um. Pretty much all the time. Um. There's not really a great CG shot of the dinosaurs, except for maybe the final shot with the the Giga thing. Uh, with the the when it's in the steam field and it's kind of like stalking towards him, mm-hmm. that's the only time I think the CGI looks good, which is gr- which is why they used it in all the trailers. Um, <laughs> but um, the cinematography it has a very student film like feel to it. Like I know we were joking earlier, like I joked that I could like. Uh, I could have like added Triceratopsis too in the background of any of those shots on my own computer with After Effects. Like uh, the way it's shot too, like it, it's it's shot in a in a nice. It's location. a lot of two shots. It's a lot of two shots. Yeah. It's a lot of wide, sh- like medium wides. Again, yeah. it's it's like not choosing a style. Like you're not exactly. going for close no. ups. You're not going for dynamic shots. You're just showing exactly. what's on screen. Yeah. No, like I feel like. I feel like uh, remember that little dinosaur short we tried to film in the backwoods behind Full Sail. Tried, like we I feel it. like we did, but I, I mean, but we could have like if we had if we had had a little bit more budget, we could have made something like that would have looked like this. Hey, better. at least we were trying something with that because we were doing like a the whole thing was the shot in a person. POV of the yeah. Velociraptor. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but no, uh, it's the there's one I think really good shot in this whole movie, and they used it in the trailer a billion times, and that's when. Adam Driver is leaving the cave. He's mm-hmm. he's coming towards the camera, gun down here, and it's like the the shot they used everywhere all over the marketing. Oh yeah, it's literally yeah. I think it's I think it's the shot they use on the poster, like mm-hmm. when it's it's horribly cut out in front. of And to talk stuff. about the CGI real quick, um, I saw a lot of issues with like the background plates not matching mm-hmm. up with the dinosaurs. Uh, I saw multiple times where the dinosaurs were running through. Uh, an environment and not interacting with the environment. No leaves moving from, or, or no. any kind of wind from their bodies moving which or anything. Is, which is wild that we are in 2023 and we have CGI monsters or dinosaurs or whatever not interacting with the environment. But then there were that only two times, wild. two, where they actually, or like a few times where the dinosaurs actually interacted with the actors. They always seemed like they were like, there's always mm-hmm. the joke when two actors are doing marketing and you can tell they weren't in the same place when they were talking to no. each other. That's what it felt like with all the dinosaurs and the actors of this movie where they get dragged a couple times or they get into like a rolling fight or something. But for the most part, the dinosaurs are just things in the background or things happening around them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And there's never a moment where it feels like they're in actual danger from the creatures with the exception of the overraptor sequence where he is getting tossed around. Yeah. That's the only thing that I think, I think they really thought about the choreography of that scene. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah, it's it's just it's just not, not, it's not fun. There's no fun cinematography, like you're saying. Like yeah, there's there's a couple of shots. Yeah, that one shot, and then like we talked about the twister shot. Even though it doesn't make any sense, like it's still a beautiful, it was interesting. Like, yeah, beautifully. Here's like, what I'm gonna start calling out right? movies on, and that's um, again in 2023, um, not. Trying to think the best way to phrase this. Not having the, your CGI uh, trying to sell me that it's real. And yeah. again, like this seems like the most basic thing for any any CGI is trying to 
you know, pull you into the movie and tell you that, you know, this is a thing we that's really attacking the characters, blah, blah, blah. But they're not doing the little things we used to do in the 90s and the 2000s and the 80s and the 70s where they're actually like, oh, my gosh, like this needs to be a moment that actually makes people buy a ticket. And it can't just be the CGI mess we put on screen. It actually has to be something we haven't seen before or something that surprises us or makes us think, wait, did they shoot this with real dinosaurs? That needs to be the standard. It, it really does, again, because that's what effects used to be. And they'd fail. They wouldn't be good or they wouldn't paint it right. or you know That's why the effects used to fail. Nowadays, right. it's just we have this amount of budget, this amount of time to complete CGI. We're not going to do any tricks with the environment to make you feel like this animal is in the environment or that it even lived during this time. CGI needs to, you know, I know everybody's on a deadline and they're crunching and, uh, you know, studios are being treated like crap. Um by by their Hollywood employees or employers, but there yeah. just needs to be a higher standard. And look at Way of the Water. Way of the Water, you know, for whatever your thoughts on Avatar are, it did so much to make you believe that these giant blue cat people were interacting with the water or swimming or, you know, it did a thousand things in every shot to make yeah. you believe this environment was real. And that's what it takes. Yeah, and and like I think for me, when it comes to the CGI in this movie, uh, you know, we were talking about with the dinosaurs interacting with the environment. Um, we have <laughs> we have things like Prehistoric Planet that are you know made Amazing. for Apple TV that are. I mean, the dinosaurs are completely CGI. There's no you know it's, but they're. I mean, they feel like real creatures walking around, breathing, interacting with everything in the environment. There's not a moment where it looks wrong. <laughs> Even walking um, with dinosaurs in the back in the day. What, that's what I was actually going to say. Is which like, had a not terrible that, budget. Go back to walking with dinosaurs. One of the be- you know biggest dinosaur documentaries back in the day that first used CGI in, in a documentary style. Yeah, no, they're interactive with their environment all the time. There's no moment where there's it's weird or anything like that. And that's what's so yeah, because the CGI... CGI is the CGI doesn't yeah. really work in, in Walking with the Dinosaurs in the sense that no. there's no point that you believe it's real except every single second they're on screen, they're doing what a real animal would in a way you haven't yeah. seen dinosaurs act before, yeah. and that's what sells it. Exactly. And the fact of the matter is, is here we are in 2023, and we have a movie that is failing on those aspects, and that's really I'm sad. I'm sure they had like four and a half months to complete the CGI. I'm you sure. Know? <laughs> Stuff like but, that. But, you know, but... like, it, that, I feel like interacting with an environment with a cg creature is like the first thing that i would be like oh yeah we got to do that these like, are problems that a... happened on set it's not what happened yeah first, you know yeah, yeah exactly yeah um okay so so sound effects and uh and uh and uh just uh music and stuff um so sound effects i mean the dinosaurs are as generic as you get as far as their roars there's nothing iconic about the, any of the roars they didn't even make like them that. distinct from each other no yeah the t-rex sounds just like the big giga thing there's nothing yeah i do think um, sound effects wise there was a moment when he first leaves the ship that yeah. i thought was kind of like mysterious and ominous background noises yes. That's what I was going to say. The one thing I will give the movie is it does a good job of like the ambient like noises. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as the film itself doesn't make it feel like a lived in world, the ambient like noises and growls in the distance and stuff like that w- did work pretty well. Um, the thing that didn't work very well because it kind of overrode those sound effects is the is the music. Um, because they went with there was the music most... in the movie. I don't remember any music. Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. They they went very like the most generic like, oh, it's a it's a it's a dinosaur movie in the past. Like, let's add a lot of that whistle, 
that little that you know that like yeah like whistle like i honestly and, could and, i don't remember music in the whole movie. yeah yeah it, 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 but it uh but when it was there it overrode the 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 ambience mm-hmm. though this is one of those movies where i almost feel like kind of like honestly you know to to take it to a quiet place which these people also worked on like that was one of the best things about that movie was it relied on the silence of the theater and the and si- that would have you know, been the, cool the for noise. this movie too absolutely but that would have like, had them trying literally anything so yes. that it's would be trying putting you. any modicum of yeah effort because yeah. like because if it if this movie had relied on the sounds and the like the yeah no music of, like would have been yeah cool. would have been interesting but they didn't do that um just noises yeah. of tornadoes uh on mountains the whole movie <laughs> so yeah all right so final thoughts um uh, clearly we didn't like this movie um there's there's not a lot more to say i feel like we've kind of already hit most of the big topics i just really wanted to point out that this makes me sad because I didn't necessarily want this movie to be the best, but I wanted this movie to be good enough that maybe somebody would consider making a dinosaur movie that's not Jurassic Park with a big budget. Um, I don't think this ruins that. I do think it hurts that a little no, bit. No, I actually disagree with us on this because oh? from its opening weekend, so based on reviews and word of mouth and all of that, uh, they actually lowered the projected income for the weekend mm-hmm. like right mm-hmm. before it came out. And uh, it made twelve million in preview showings alone, which oh. I think, I think Hollywood it doesn't Hollywood doesn't take a lot of um, lessons from box office most of the time, or at least the right lessons. But well, yeah. uh, executives that's, that's were already true. talking about the fact that uh, they hadn't seen something that was this poorly reviewed and word of mouth do so well right out of the gate. So it's probably yeah. only going to be for the first week, and it's probably going to be front loaded. But what that tells them is that you can put a dinosaur in anything, and mm. it'll open big. So well, I think that maybe, think maybe that's I'm wrong. Like, I hope I am wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully they also like man. What if we made like a good dinosaur movie that could actually compete with Jurassic yeah. World? Like, yeah. I don't know why after the first Jurassic World we didn't have twelve dinosaur movies. Like it that's, broke all I records. Agree. How are they yeah. not like? Did they just think it was the Jurassic name alone? People want to see dinosaurs. It's true. People have never stopped wanting to see dinosaurs. Just Hollywood has just never done it. It's as classic um, as the Western. Like, not as prolific, yeah. but... I mean, hey, just give me a Valley of Guanji remake and I'll be happy. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's not as thing. many of them, but dinosaurs yeah. have been a part of movies since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean... The original Lost World is, I mean, that's that's yeah. like, er, like the er, some of the earliest cinema, like literally. So, <laughs> and again, I I don't understand. Like, I know these movies take a lot of effort in in making effects that work and making paleo nerds like us happy. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, Jurassic, the original Jurassic Park had sixteen shots of CGI, and you know, practical sets and things made too, but it still to this day brings people back and created this massive franchise. Like you don't have Mm -hmm. to do a lot. You just have to do it right. And people will flock. And I think we're, I think there's going to be that movie that does completely feathered, accurate dinosaurs and makes a good movie. And it's going to completely change into the next era of dinosaur movies. I a hundred percent agree. I think it's still going to happen. I just worry that it's going to be, we're still a few years out from that happening. Oh, yeah, um, and, 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 and I mean, you know, with the Jurassic franchise on, it's like hiatus now until they've come up with the next concept. 
Um, now is the time for a studio to put some money behind a dinosaur property and like, let's do something that's different Jurassic than Jurassic and get it in right now while there, there's nothing. You they know, just don't know what to do other than like, oh, it's yeah. a monster, you know? Yeah. I really wish the sound of... movie, damn it. Dinotopia oh, movie. Man. Dinotopia <laughs> needs to be a limited release Apple TV series yes. or Amazon. Just give it all which the money, I think, which I think is the plan. If I if I remember right, the the rights to the to it uh, for a, pro, a TV series came got sent to somewhere recently. So it's never gonna happen. Um, <laughs> it just... probably won't, but you know. Um, uh, I just I, yeah. man, the sound of thunder should have been better. That is such yeah. a good concept. Like that's I mean, your movie right there. There's the there's that book series that I I had you read the first one on back in uh, college the Footprints of Thunder, which mm-hmm. is uh, also a really interesting dinosaur like idea with like the time travel like the time like yeah there's plenty of and, books like, out there sent to the future and dinosaurs coming into our world while the people in the the cities are like stuck in the past and like there's there's so many ideas like that that exist yeah in novels and stuff like that that you oh. can easily just grab and and real quick an example just so you know I'm not biased. That you can do completely <laughs> inaccurate dinosaurs, and I will love it. Um, Gendry Tartofsky's Primal is a perfect yep. example of just going balls out and wacky yep. fantasy with dinosaurs, and it's still incredible. Well, and I, I think that's the key thing, too, is like, I, I mean, I know there will always be a section of like Paleo Twitter that will never accept a dinosaur properly mm-hmm. unless it's like accurate. But I think that accurate think in the five the minutes part, that we call those facts accurate, yeah. But for 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 the most part, I think most of the like normal thought process people like know like as long as it's good, like if if it, you know if it's if it's an inaccurate dinosaur movie, but it's a good movie, like I don't care. Like, I mean, like we we we, we joked about it. Like, I would honestly love to see like a retrosaur movie. Like, let's do the old dinosaur designs with modern CGI. And like, really make it like, um, you know, kind of like the in Jurassic Park, whenever Wu's like, you know, saying like, that's not what people want. People want to know what what they think are dinosaurs. Well, yeah, like, like I a, would love to see something do something like, like that. Like a Jules so Verne esque explorers going back in time right. with their white <laughs> in their khaki shorts and like yeah. trailing through the jungle. Like, bring it. I'm all for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this movie is just not it. <laughs> this movie. Um, this is a movie. Sadly, wastes, we're gonna we're never gonna talk about it again. It's, it's no. going to come and go. <laughs> yeah, this is a movie I'm uh, yeah I'm never going to want to buy. I don't care how cheap it gets. I'm never going to want to watch it again. Um, I'm never going to suggest it to people. Um, uh, and I and honestly, like once the bad reviews were coming out, I, like, like I said, I was really hoping. I was like, maybe we're going to get a, a a movie that's bad enough that at least it's going to be fun to like get drunk at a party, all make fun of how stupid the movie is, and just you know have a blast. This is just not it. Like it no. just just. Just watch Dominion again if you want that. <laughs> Sorry, a little dig I at like, Dominion. I like but... Dominion. Yeah, yeah, I, I know, know, I know, I know. I know you like Dominion, but I, I'm still pretty mixed. Spoilers. Anyway. So did you when it first came out? I, I have my problems with Dominion since it came out. But <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So uh, as we, as I said at the beginning, um, so we got some fun stuff this month uh, in this uh, dinosaur month. Month. Uh, so we've got. Uh, next week uh, will be the will be Carnosaur Two uh, with uh, me, Marissa, and Rob, and then uh, we've got Dino Crisis, uh, which I am playing on Twitch. Uh, the next stream will be uh, this Wednesday, uh, so this episode will be out, and then it'll be Wednesday, uh, and uh, we should be hopefully beating Dino Crisis either this next episode or at the very beginning of the last stream that next week. Um, 
will be coming back. Uh, Coleman will be coming back for the Dino Crisis episode at the end of the month uh, with me, Coleman, and Rob. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Dino Crisis is a lot of fun stuff that I'm excited to talk about. Um, and uh, it's kind of... We, we, we did this on purpose because we knew this movie was a sci-fi dinosaur story and uh, that's kind of why we really wanted to do Dino Crisis specifically because it kind of ties into that theming a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm um, excited to talk about it. Yeah, It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have um, some stuff for next month uh, that is lined up. Uh, I can say it's going to be another bug month. Uh, and if uh, <laughs> all I'll say is, is if you're a fan of the podcast, you know exactly what a bug month means. Uh, but I will not announce, obviously, what that is yet. So, um, but other than that, uh, Coleman, thank you for joining me to talk about this terrible movie. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, it'll be exciting to have you back on on Dino Crisis at the end of the month. Always happy to talk about dinosaurs. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. Release the crew.